0: a while, but welcome to another episode of Mornings with Marla. I think it's been two years almost, and I've had this on my mind for so long, and I have either been not in the mental capacity (laughs) to record another episode or, like, just so freaking Busy, and it's funny because sometimes I'm like, "Ooh, I want to record an ep- or re- record a <laughs> episode today," and then I'm like, I sit down to actually do it, and I'm like, "Oh, inspiration is gone." <laughs> um, but I didn't even intend to do this today, which I think is sometimes the best way to go about it. It's like it's on your mind, and then you just kind of have to force yourself to sit down and do the thing. Um, but there has been so much going on. (laughs) Uh especially since like August, I guess. Um between I started school, I got married. Uh I think we've moved since the last time I recorded as well. Um to Longmont instead of Boulder, which I absolutely love. Um but yeah I just I feel like people keep listening. Like whoever's out there and they're still listening, I am Literally every time I get that email for my weekly update and see uh, a number, even if it's one, I'm like, oh my goodness, people still care about what I have to say. And I think originally what led me to kind of fall off recording, which I feel like happens a lot with podcasts, and I made it a really long time. I think I made it a year, which usually doesn't happen, but it's just you have the mental thought process of like, why the fuck? (laughs) Does anyone want to listen to what I have to say? Like I'm not a guru. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. I'm not here to tell you what feels best for you. I'm just sharing my experiences and my life experience and seeing if anyone has any sort of relatability to that. And some of you do. And and even if I could touch one soul, I know I say this over and over and over again, but if I can touch one soul with my words or help someone's mental state with a sentence or anything if I can show up in this world just to make someone feel better from my experience and like how I explain that like that's it it lifts me up and fills me up so much because I just feel like my purpose here is to be of service for other people and to like help as much as I can make this life a little bit more manageable because it's hard (laughs) life is not easy and I work with kids and it's just it's fun to see the innocence within them um before you get ruined by I know this sounds really pessimistic but like ruined by bills and responsibilities and um I don't know just challenges it's like how do you juggle at all I'm not sure am I saying I'm not sure (laughs) um but it's just like I feel like especially for women uh you're especially for moms you're like cleaning the house taking care of the kids making the food working taking care of yourself like what how what like how do we fit how do we make time for all this shit um so I think today I don't have like game plan per usual but it's just how I like to roll but I really wanted to talk about um just school and like what place it's put me in in my mind and just kind of we can do hard things like we can do really hard things as human beings and they're not easy and they're not fun sometimes but I don't, I like, I have a friend who texted me recently and she was just, and I've talked a little bit about Sam on here and I guess it's the day before my birthday. So woohoo. But also the day before Sam passed away. So um, she was just kind of reminiscing on a life experience she had. And she was just like, you are so strong for getting through that. And like, I love you so much. And I just kind of had this realization of like how hard that experience would be and I just want to let you know like how proud I am for you for moving forward because I don't think I could. And my response to her was like, if you were in that situation, you don't have a choice. You're, you have to move forward. You have to move on. You have to continue living your life. And you do that because of that reason. And you move forward and you're stronger because you want to, I don't know, prove to that person or like that loss or yourself that like, no, I'm here, and I'm strong, and I can do this, and I can move forward, and I can do hard things, and with school, which I just started, well, I didn't just, but I'm actually almost done. I'm on February 8th, and I'm so freaking proud of myself, but I'm so excited. Um, I started a web development boot camp. A lot of people have been asking me, like, why, and it's so funny because <laughs> I started this thing in the first day, I was bawling my eyes out. I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening. I don't know web development at all. What have I just done to myself? Like, and there's no turning back now. And I had a lot of people be like, is this really something you wanna do, Marla? This doesn't seem like up your alley. It doesn't seem like your forte. It doesn't seem like what you're interested in at all. <laughs> and I, I don't know, I just had this like, sometimes I feel like I like to torture myself. Um, But I also had this like gut hit of just like, no, this is something I need to do for me. And the reason I decided to take the leap of faith off the cliff, which is my normal (laughs) go-to. And that's why I'm so thankful for Matt. And it's actually in my vows of just like, I tend to jump off the cliff and just hope something catches me. And he is the one who make sure my parachute is securely fastened and that I actually process and think through things in a realistic way rather than just like thinking of the end goal and being like yep that's what I'm gonna do he's like well what's the process before we actually get there and how are you gonna do that and let's be realistic here and I'm just like what do you mean realistic let me fucking dream like don't be a fly swatter but um the more I've gone through that process with him the more I've realized uh, I have really greatly appreciate it and he makes me think of all different outcomes and possibilities and prepare for them all. And it's not a pessimistic thing, it's a being prepared for any outcome thing. But um so for school, it was a similar thing. I was just like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this. Like I signed up, I had thought about it here and there, off and on, for a couple of months. And then uh, my sister-in-law now actually signed up for the full-time uh web development boot camp. And I was like, you know what? I trust her. I trust her judgment. She does her research. Like, I'll just <laughs> let her pave the way. And it ended up happening it all just kind of aligned and fell into place, which is a reason why I knew it was right. I knew it was what I was meant to do is because all the puzzle pieces came together. And I feel like when you're planning something or thinking about doing something and all of a sudden the universe just kind of like, is like, here's a piece, put it there. Here's a piece, put it there. Like, let's make this whole and let's make this work. So what happened was with my nanny fam, they wanted to cut back on my hours. And I was really sad and terrified about that I was like what the fuck am I gonna do like this is a well-paying job I love these kids like I don't want to leave them but you know like I couldn't imagine finding another nanny fan because I don't really particularly like nannying I just really like the kids I work with right now and the family I'm with um they wanted to cut back hours this boot camp I'm in is part-time so (laughs) they say outside of class it's about 20 hours a week it is can be more than that. It can be less. But um so the the stars aligned and I signed up and I was able to get a loan that was interest free and able to make enough money to pay my bills along with this new loan. I was able to pick up another side job. So I'm I ended up figuring out a way to make the same amount of money but work less. Um and started this boot camp. And I guess that's a lot of rambling and a long story. But anyway so the first week i was just like okay this is school this is school again how do i retrain myself to learn retrain myself how to study retrain myself how to have an attention span to be able to sit down and actually study for a long enough time um also i'm looking at something that is literally completely new to me and gibberish like i don't know if any of you know anything about coding but if you've never seen coding before and you go look at some code. <laughs> I'm like all right so I'm I'm not only learning a new language but I'm learning how to how to structure things with in a new language. I'm basically learning a new language and then how to do math in that new language even though this isn't a ton of math. Um so we start with HTML which like looking back and like that is the easiest fuck shit ever. <laughs> And I think it was like the third class, I got out of class, and I went to bed, and I was just crying. And I was like, Matt, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Like, I don't understand this at all. Um, This is really hard. And I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. And you know, it's just this mental spiral that you go through of just like, this is really hard. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. This is the hardest thing I've ever learned. I'm like, I'm 30 years old. Why, why am I doing this to myself? I hated school. Why am I going back to school? Um, and there's a few things that, that I feel like you can do hard things once <laughs> you get over the hump. Like there is a hump. There is like this this shifting of a schedule or the shifting of a mindset that needs to happen or this surrender to the free time that I had that I no longer have Um, this shift into commitment and dedication, the shift into navigating how to care for yourself while also not having time to do it, a shift into how to really be on top of a schedule and, and have discipline. And like, I'm going to talk about this in the sense of school, but this is really in the sense of life. Like you you decide to do i don't anything learn how to g- play guitar which i'm going to do next or i'm kind of sort of doing right now learn how to a uh, new language move somewhere new and and meet new friends go through a breakup go through a loss like go through the process of learning how to set boundaries there's always this hump to get over in the beginning before it kind of finds this balance um So that hump took me a while to get over. And I was just so fucking stressed. And I had, you know, started to see an acupuncturist and I was going to yoga all the time. And I was like really enjoying like all of my self-care routine and really focusing on myself, which actually I just like, in hindsight, (laughs) I was kind of setting up without really knowing that I was going to need that coming into this. And a lot of people ask me like, Do you recommend it? Whatever. Like it's, you know, this new, hot, fiery thing of let's go make some fucking money and have a career path quickly without investing $50,000 into school in the next four years. Um, And I have no answer for that yet of like the outcome and what it's going to be, but I'm really hoping for the best. But Um, the first thing I always say is like, make sure your mindset is okay. And you're in a good enough mental place to be able to do something like this, because right now I'm work between work and school I'm probably putting in 70 to 80 hour weeks and I am not the type of person who likes to work that much or do things that much I'm like let's do a four-day 30-hour work week what the fuck are we doing working 40 hours a week technology is moving so fast we're working at 10 times the rate why are we working more we should be working less and letting technology you know like we're inventing all this stuff and it's so amazing why are we fucking not (laughs) allowing that to let the human experience be easier why are we allowing it to make it harder um but here I am I'm almost done I think we have five weeks left besides like Christmas break like five weeks of actual school left I have learned so fucking much um I can create a back-end and front-end web application. And the reason, I think the reason behind all of this, I like, I, I'm really excited about it is I always have all these wild ideas and I always want to be able to create them. And I'm giving myself the tools to create them. Like with my Marla Poppins business, it, but I wanted to create an app to be able to find local, like use utilize my business to have an app for it. So people could be linked from client to um, like babysitter or uh, house cleaner or whatever. Now I could fucking make it. I can make that shit. <laughs> um, and it's still hard. And it, the imposter syndrome is insane. I have done yoga retreats. I have <laughs> stepped into a new job that I knew nothing about. I have taught myself so many things, but nothing has compared. <laughs> the amount of imposter syndrome I felt during this class and the emotional roller coaster that I've been on and I don't even know I can't even give you tools of how I've freaking dealt with it I like have mantras written everywhere in my office right now my favorite one is on my computer and it says like you might not get this yet but you will and that is some serious badassery and anytime I'm feeling like what the what in the hell is happening right now? I don't even understand what's going on. This is moving at lightning speed. I don't even grasp the first sentence he said, and now we're on activity 10. It's like drinking water from a fire hose. But finally, months and months later, I feel like now I can look at something and I think, okay, I don't get this now, but I will. Because look at how many things I've looked at and I haven't understood, and now I do. I've learned how to use Google. I taught myself React over the last weekend, which is like a Facebook-developed front-end application, which just means like, front-end just means like the, when you go to Facebook, what you're seeing is front-end. There's a lot of back-end data that you're not seeing. Um, And it's so exciting to have pushed myself and expanded myself in ways that I would never have dreamt or expected to do. And as you probably know, as you've listened to this podcast, I tend to pick up an idea and then leave it very quickly um, when it's not working in my favor and I don't have patience for it. And I'm like, well, fuck this. It's not what I thought it was going to be. And this is not at all what I thought it was going to be or expected it to be. I really try not to have expectations just period in general, but it's almost better. Like, I get bored super easily. This is constantly keeping on my toe- me on my toes. It's constantly evolving, it's constantly growing into something new. Um I can use my creativity. I can freelance if I want to have my own thing on the side. I just there's so much gratification through all the downs when you actually get and understand something and it finally clicks. It's like one of the best feelings um I've met a lot of really cool people in my class and it's just you can do hard things you can do hard things and sometimes you don't have the choice like I had this choice to jump into something very hard for myself but um you can do them and it's just figuring out what works best for you like right now I haven't done yoga in a few months at all (laughs) i've been sitting in an office chair but i cultivated my office space in a way that i love i love walking in here i light a candle i light an incense i um have cool lights behind me like i have a big monitor i just feel like a badass i made a badass space so uh, like a lot of i know like my podcast tends to go a little bit more towards like the spiritual realm and self-help and how to move through things and how to what tools to use to help you. And I'm realizing, and I don't know if I've said this on here yet, but there's like a lot of spiritual consumerism um, out there as there is consumerism. So it's, it's like this sacred practice that you have with yourself, that no one else needs to know about unless you want to share with them to have like some relatability and validation of like things you're feeling or seeing or um, tools that work for you but you scroll through social media especially if you're in the spiritual world and you're following all these people and it's just like You need to be meditating every morning before the sun comes up and then drink one eight ounce glass of water really slowly. Make sure it's warm. Sit down while you're drinking it and then go do a gratitude journal. And then, oh, I like to. And it's like, well, who the fuck has time for all of that in the morning? First of all. Second of all, I don't want to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm up. I'm not a good morning person. And no, I cannot train myself into being that. And I say this right now, and I might change my mind, who knows. Um, And I'm probably contradicting a lot of things I've said on previous podcasts as well. But, you know, we're human, we change our minds all the time. But it drives me freaking nuts (laughs) when I see this stuff on Instagram mostly. And it's just like, I promise you abide by what I tell you and you will have a wonderful life and be super happy. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not how it fucking works. All right. I'm sorry. But like, we all have emotions, different tools work differently for all of us. You have to figure that out. That's the process. It's figuring out what feels best for you. If meditating in the morning at 5am and sitting down and having a warm glass of lemon water and Um, gratitude journaling every single morning, and that's your routine, and that's your practice feels really good, then that's amazing. And keep doing that. And I'm so happy you figured that out for yourself. But if it doesn't, and you're trying to construct your life to what other people are telling you to do, because as consumers, we see that and we're like, oh, I'm consuming all of this content that you're putting out there. And you seem like you're such a happy person. I'm going to do that too. And therefore I will be happy too. That's just not a plus B does not equal C in this, in the realm of like your mental health and being a human being on this planet. So I don't even know where I was going with that. That's like a huge, huge, like loop around. I'll come, I'll come back to (laughs) the initial point eventually when it comes back in my mind. But um, I just, I guess when you're having a hard time or you're doing hard things, not turning to the external to figure out what thing you need to consume or what thing you need to do to make yourself feel best, but really tapping into you. Do you need to binge watch Netflix for a couple days? Do you need to take a bath? Do you need to go for a walk? Do you need to let everyone know you don't want to talk And like, you just need to be inward. Do you need to read a good book? Do you need to punch a pillow? Like, do you want to go scream underwater, bloody murder? Do you want to do breath work? Do you want to paint? Do you like what thing lights you up? And like, go do that for five minutes. (laughs) And like, what lights you up in that moment? And obviously, there's a balance within everything. Like, don't go watch Netflix every single day for nine hours for the next year, because like, you're not moving your body, you're stagnant, you're not moving that energy, but, but it doesn't, it's not this pretty little bow wrapped package that's going to work for everyone that I can just like tell you and slide across the table and be like, okay, unwrap that. I'll make you happy now. So uh, a lot of the challenge through the school for me was a a huge sense of overwhelm, a huge sense of stress on top of normal life stress, Um, a huge wave of enoughness. Am I enough? Am I good enough? Am I going to show up enough? Am I going to do well enough for myself? Am I enough to be employable after this? Is my knowledge base enough? Am I, it, it just, the imposter syndrome around that was like my explanation is being on a roller coaster with a blindfold on and you don't know which way it's going to turn is it going to go upside down right side up is it going to be fun or is it going to be terrifying who knows I felt the whole spectrum of emotions doing this really hard thing and like I said I cried a lot I didn't think I could do it a lot the tools that helped me were putting that note on my monitor and reflecting back on how far i've come and how much i've learned and how much better i feel looking back at the things i did now because when you're in something that's really hard for me anyway i always have this feeling of like oh, i didn't do enough to get where i am why am i feeling happy i didn't really do very much to be here like why do i feel like i'm doing really well in this course all of a sudden i haven't really been studying this past week very much like it's a whole thing about doing enough and being enough that I think a lot of people feel because we want validation. Who doesn't want validation? I fucking need validation. I love validation. Like validate me all day. (laughs) Um, And I know that about myself, but sometimes even like getting a hundred percent on every assignment isn't validation that I'm doing enough. So I think in our society, we've just really put a lot of praise on doing well, doing more than you're asked to do and putting in too much effort. (laughs) Like we're burning out basically. So between like the imposter syndrome of this and the enoughness, I realized there was so much work I had to do around that with myself. And it's always evolving and it's ever-changing and it's always coming up in different ways and presenting itself in different ways. And it's how do you deal with that? Do you like go and self wallow and pity and victimize victimhood? Or do you try and change your mental process into something more positive? And I think it's really important when you're doing these hard things to be able to check in often with yourself and ask how am I feeling today? Um, Am I spiraling? Am I in a sense of overwhelm? And what do I need to do to help that? Like if it's work harder, then work harder, but there's also this teetering line of burnout. So, I don't know. When you're doing hard things, I really recommend making sure that you're scheduling in a rest day or a rest half day because sometimes you just need to shut your mind off and let it reboot. And also when I am spiraling in that negative mental spiral that can get really intense and crazy and then you just can't get out of it and you're like creating these false narratives and attaching yourself to them and they're not even true but you're really feeling bad about this narrative that you've just completely made up but it is true in your mind now and you're just having all these emotional attachments to it is just like how do you pull yourself out of that do you need to talk to a friend and like vent? do you need to write it down do you how do you get that out of your head and recognize that like oh, I'm spiraling in a direction that literally isn't even a true narrative of what's going on right now. I just made that up and I'm creating myself this emotional turmoil for absolutely nothing. <laughs> um, Yeah, I just, this has been one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And between it, getting married and working and trying my best because I want the best outcome. So it's not like I'm ha- well, I have pay attention during class. Thank goodness we can rewatch them. But um, it's just like, how do I give my all to so many different places in my life between school and the kids I work with and the family I work with in my partnership, in my animals, in my friendships? It's like, how do you balance it all? It's really, really hard. And it takes time and you have to get over the initial hurdle before things will fall into balance. And that first climb, that first climb up into the hard thing is the hardest part. I think once you get over that and navigate putting everything together in a way that works and is cohesive and understanding that the hard thing is temporary, like they don't last forever. And it's interesting, This is kind of like a side topic, but, um, I feel like it's for me, (laughs) your twenties, especially like your later twenties, you feel like hard things are never going to end and you don't see the light or the excitement around future. And I think that's where a lot of my depression came from anyway. I don't know if anyone relates to that, but, um, It was a lot of like, I'm not where I want to be in my life and holy shit, I'm going to be 30 in four years. I don't want to be fucking doing this shit when I'm 30. Like, what the hell am I going to do? And you just feel so stuck. And so like in that hard place forever. And I feel like, I don't know, a lot of like suicidal tendencies or thoughts or actions are when you're stuck in the hard place and you don't see the potential of the future. But there is so much future, we hope, for us. And there's so much goodness ahead. And once you're out of that stucky, shitty, hard place rut and you're in the flow and like you're planning for a future and you're excited about that future that you're planning for, so much shifts. It's just amazing to me how much has shifted from I guess my twenties to my thirties um, and how much more I want to put myself in that hard fear zone and like tackle the next thing. And it's definitely my personality to like be going on to the next thing, on to the next thing. I want to challenge myself. I don't want to become stagnant. Um, so I think like through every hardship you go through, it's just like, cool. I did that one now I can do this, now I can do that. So like seeing the exponential growth that can come from any hardship that you're going through because you understand that you're only stronger and have grown more once you get through that. Um, And there's only more goodness to come on the other side. So for anyone who's going through a hard time or doing a hard thing, it's only temporary and I know it sucks and it seems impossible and it seems like it's never going to end and you're never going to get through it but you might not get it yet but you will and that's some serious badassery and that means like you might not understand why this is happening or you might not um understand how to navigate it or understand what tools to use to get yourself through it um my other thing is like stop being so freaking hard on yourself I think when people step into a new version of themselves almost or like this rebirth or this rediscovery or this reinvention of self you forget that it was always part of you the whole time it was you're not making up these new pieces and like shoving them into your soul or into your being. They've always been there. You're just discovering these pieces of you and the parts that you're leaving behind, they are also part of you and they will also still be a part of you. You're just making them smaller and letting something else come into focus a little bit more or you're putting your attention into this new piece and giving less attention to this old piece and neither are bad or good it's just who you are as a being so i see a lot of people or have some friends who are like in this awakening or in this rediscovery or reinvention of self and making really amazing choices for themselves and stepping into this powerful self that they feel better in and like is better overall for their for their mental health and their being and their livelihood and then all these other pieces become a negative and if those negative patterns show up again it's bad it's bad it's bad it's bad I don't know what to do I've done all that like so just be careful when you're navigating through hard times or rediscovering new pieces of you or bringing out those pieces that have not been cared for, having a lot more love and attention that are inside of you already, that you don't take your shadows and push hatred towards them or resentment or regret. Because without every single piece, you would not be who you are and you would not be sitting here today as you. And without every single experience and every single hardship and every single trauma, you wouldn't be you as you are right now. And you have to love every single piece of that and every single part of yourself, even if you're embarrassed for past actions or embarrassed how you handled past hardships. The more you can put love into all the pieces of yourself, the more you can pour love into all the pieces of someone else. Um, like for example, there's this guy in my class who I don't I, don't, I have a lot of things to say, but <laughs> um I just knew from their energy right away that I it was very ego-driven, which is okay. And I always try to have compassion and see the light in others and see the pieces within them that are also within me. Um, and he worked with a group and that group was just traumatized from this experience. He didn't listen, he took over. I don't want to say too much, but um ended up having him in a breakout room with me which my intuition has been really weirdly on point, which I can quick go over as we're wrapping up, but um I realized that he almost needed his ego stroked but also a way to communicate that like we're equals here we're not no one's better than the other one (laughs) um and I had so much hatred for so many weeks towards this person and being in a breakout room with just us which was like my greatest fear which I knew was coming um it just like opened up this source of compassion of just like you're showing up in the world this way because xyz so it's it's like if you can have compassion for yourself and those hardships that you've been through and the reason why you were showing up in the way you were showing up even if it's embarrassing and even if you feel it's wrong and even if you sit there in bed at night thinking about this experience that you had that you did that you are ashamed of Um, I think the more you can love on yourself in those moments, in those past reflections, the more you're able to love on other people when they show up in a similar manner or when they show up in a way that you who don't agree with or you know they could show up better than. Um, The more compassion you have for others and the more you understand that everyone's had trauma. Also, like with this exploration of self and exploration of, especially when you're doing hard things, I feel like the most of them come up. You're like, oops, I haven't done with that one yet. It's okay. <laughs> um, but Chelsea Handler always says in her podcast, like the more, more knowledge you have, the more power you have. And so therefore, the more knowledge of self you have, the more power you have. And I didn't agree with this for a really long time, especially with like, I feel like there's a lot of mental health diagnoses, diagnoses coming out right now and everyone which I also had a download about or like a a epiphany about the other day but um everyone is like oh I'm autistic I have ADHD I have blah 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 I'm this I'm that I'm this I'm that it's all over the place which is amazing because mental health awareness like yes let's do it um but seeing all that I'm like well no fucking shit we're all on the spectrum everyone's got a problem like we're all mentally disabled in some way and obviously some more than others and I'm not trying to be insensitive to that at all but um I was like why are people going to do this I don't get it like why what does that label strapped across your forehead have to do with anything And then, of course, I'm like, well, I think maybe I have ADHD, (laughs) and I went and got diagnosed with ADHD, and it was so freaking validating. It was so validating. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that like sense of overwhelm I'm in constantly all the freaking time. Oh, that's a sign, a symptom, and like all these things just coming, kept coming up. Like when faced to explain something when I'm feeling a little nervous or when I feel like I'm less than someone, to find the words to do that is so hard, especially in like a disagreement or a communication thing with my partner. I like, I can't explain things very well or like how I mean to say them, that's a symptom. It's just like, there's so many little things that have been going on that I'm just like, no fucking shit. Okay, this has been the problem the whole time. My anxiety is like gone. My anxiety was causing my depression, which is gone. My spiraling constant mind, like thinking all the fucking time and not being able to shut it off was why I was drinking wine every night. Okay, that makes sense. The spiraling thoughts and the sense of overwhelm were causing my anxiety. Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Um, My inability to keep a job for more than six months to a year sign um (laughs) my horrible spending habits symptom looking for the dopamine so completely changed my perspective on that and like if you want to go talk to someone if you feel like something's going on go talk to them because just getting validated or finding someone that's going to hear you and what you're saying and be like okay I hear and see you like let's figure this out it just like gives you more power which is the knowledge of self which doesn't mean as an excuse to show up in the world and be like well i'm slightly autistic so i have no social skills so therefore i'm sorry or like therefore i'm not going to be able to communicate with you properly like i don't think it's a cop-out and i don't like that especially if you're like not i'm talking about like able-bodied able-minded humans I feel like a lot of people lean on it as a crutch and an excuse and it's not but it's more self knowledge to learn how to work with yourself better (laughs) and self-talk better and just like have a deeper understanding of self to have more compassion to be able to show up better in the world um or things you need to do for you like I make to-do lists all the time. And then I was listening to this thing, of course, on Instagram that was like, to-do lists are bad because to-do lists, every time you cross it off, it's just validating yourself and we don't need to be validating self all the time. So I was like, well, shit, maybe I don't need to be making to-do lists all the time. And then I realized when I don't make them, I forget everything and I don't get it done. Um, so because of my forgetfulness when I'm writing when I'm when I have a task I need to do it immediately or I will forget it and so I get a lot of anxiety around getting something done super fast which is not usually an ADHD symptom but um paired with anxiety it is so it's just been really a cool self study and I feel like this course has brought out a lot more in myself that I didn't realize that needed to be put on a platter and handed to me like well, you did a lot of work, but here's some more. (laughs) Um, And through it all, don't take it so seriously. (laughs) Life is so serious all the time. And we sit and we're serious all the time. But it's really important to have some play. Like, we're these tiny little weird creatures on this planet that's like I don't know, miraculous, we're even here. And everything is so fucking serious all the time. So whenever you can get a little bit giddy at something small, please do. And kind of laugh at yourself like, oh shit, I have had a really hard time communicating in this way that my partner's been asking me for four freaking years to do. And I'm finally getting the hang of it because I got over the hard thing and jumped over the hurdle and did the first piece. And like, it just continues from that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know this podcast is going in loop de loose, but <laughs> I hope you're all following. Uh, I was going to touch on two things. first, my birthday is tomorrow. I'm not excited. This is unusual. Usually I'm like, birthday month, let's go, celebrate yourself, let's do it. I love birthdays. Like, why am I not excited? I think because I have way too much going on and way too much to do. And there's not like, I'm going to dinner Friday night, but like tomorrow I have a 15 hour day between school and work. So, um, but also my other thought is, um, that you turn 30 and it's exciting. And then all of a sudden you're like, all right, I'm turning 31 tomorrow. Cool. Cool guys. Real cool. <laughs> Maybe it's just like, you go through this thirties portal and then all of a sudden the excitement starts to lose its excitement, I guess. It feels a little lackluster. Um, I will. I'll pitch you maybe next year on how I'm feeling about my next year birthday when I don't have 50,000 things happening at once. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, I feel like my 30s was such a, and maybe I'll continue this into the next podcast, but um, I also need to get a guest on here soon, but we're just, we're winging this one. So, uh, but I feel like my 30s was such a year of birth, like, stepping into the 30s portal, which I don't know if I touched on this, but on my 30th birthday, I literally went through a rainbow portal on my way to work. There was a ginormous rainbow and I got to drive through it. And I was like, welcome to 30. Fuck yes. I love rainbows. Um, But there's this 30 portal that I love because you're leaving behind the uncertainty of your 20s. And the uncertainty of who you are as self and and finding that more and finding a core friend group that you care about more and learning how to set boundaries even more and really just learning how to say yes and no, for me anyway, um, of things you actually want to do and don't. And I've definitely become a homebody probably through COVID and just getting older, but like I don't desire to rage anymore <laughs> like I used to. But anyway, I feel like my intuition's been so much more on point, especially towards like the end of this year. And I don't know if it's just like learning more how to tap into it um, or work with it or or like really learn <laughs> when you listen to your yeses and your noes. That's like your intuition, basically. So maybe like following through with those yeses and no's, which is, again, a very hard thing that you have to get over the hump and then it becomes easier. Um, but I was crazy. I had this download, like, right after the wedding, I'm, like, there's so much birth, there's the wedding, school, um, coming into my 30s, just really feeling secure in my life, and having, like, a designated path, Um, I feel like this next year, there's, like, a lot of death coming, and usually my odd years are, or, like, the odd-numbered, like, 2022 2023 are usually not my favorite even though odd numbers are my favorite um they're usually my growth years and like shit happens although 27 was pretty awesome but um I just feel a lot of impending death and not necessarily physical but also physical like not myself but just like people surrounding me and like metaphysical like not like a very big chapter closing. Um I like it chills when I talk like just saying that, like the chapter is closing. But it was wild because I told this to one of my best friends who I I really want to get on this podcast, Kyla. She's my maid of honor. She's fucking amazing. Um, I love her so much. But I texted her and literally <laughs> like two days later, we got a text that um a family member was going to pass away soon and I had a dream about my ex from high school that he was not doing well. And I kept, I was looking at his Facebook over and over and over again the past couple of months. I'm just like, I reached out to him. I'm like, something is wrong. And turns out something was wrong. He's not dead or anything, but like things are not good. So it was right on that. And then my Uh, One of my other best friends texted me that her partner had on your, like died for like two minutes and she had to revive him another death. This is all in a span of like a month. (laughs) And I'm really like, what the fuck is happening? I don't want intuitive hits about death. Okay. Bring me the positive intuitive deaths universe, please. But also it's just like, it's something I've been pondering a lot and I'm just going to be like, I don't know. I have no point to this at all, but I'm just telling you guys, um maybe I'll try and do this in the next podcast but um I just feel like this impending not necessarily doom but like I don't know the veil feels really thin right now for me of just like intuitive downloads and and like feelings and connections about people and I don't know what that means (laughs) I don't know what's happening um I guess I will keep you posted on that and I and I really think a lot of it has to do with choosing myself. Not wanting to get in the drama of stuff, not needing to be everywhere all at once, not having so much FOMO. Um because I'm doing a really hard thing and I am dedicated to that and that's where my energy is going right now and that is my priority. Um is getting through the hard thing and choosing myself within that because I know the outcome is going to have a vast impact on the rest of my life. So I guess to round it all up, conclude, you can do hard things. (laughs) And I know it might seem like you can't right now, but you will. And that is some serious badassery. So go out there and be a fucking badass, and do the hard things, because I know you can, and as much as it seems like you can't in the moment, you will, and then you're going to look back, and you're going to be like, god damn, I am a badass, and I made it, and I'm better for it, and I'm stronger for it, and that fucking sucked, but I learned so much, and now I can apply that to the next hard thing. I love you all and I'm gonna I'm not sure like like I said I'm done February 8th for the course um I'm so excited (laughs) to have some life back but I will try and get back before then but if I don't now you know why um but it is my dedication to be showing up again more frequently um along with a couple other things now that I've learned, relearned how to learn and my brain is just <laughs> expanding with knowledge. And so I'm going to shove as much in there as I possibly can. <laughs> I love you all. And thank you so much for listening. I like really, really, really appreciate it. And hopefully next time I will be back with a guest. So you don't have to listen to me ramble for an hour. <laughs> um, You can find me underscore Marmo on Instagram. If you're a noob or just randomly found this. <laughs> Uh, there's not too much on there, but, you know, if you want to chat or ask any questions, feel free. Sending you all so much love, and I hope you have an amazing holiday season. And if I don't get to you before then, an absolutely amazing new year. Step into that thing like, I'm a fucking OU. you. <laughs> love you.